Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. Welcome to the Temple of Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel, and on this episode, I invited a very special guest to discuss just fandom and the geek culture with me. But before we get into that topic, I'd like to go ahead and introduce you to this week's guest, Sierra Rankin. Sierra, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Very happy. Are you now? <laughs> yes. She's like, yes. <laughs> All right. Can you tell our audience a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do? Well, um, well I'm Sierra. I, uh, um, well, my normal job is an air traffic controller. I mean, that is actually my job. I'm not even, I don't have a normal and a normal job. So that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, normally, I'm an air traffic controller. But today. On my good days. <laughs> on my bad days, I don't know what I am. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Um, getting off topic there but yeah i'm an air track controller i like to make costumes do some cosplay and that is really what i do go to different events that require costumes and whatnot so I so i i have decided and learned you know through our various conversations that you're pretty much a geek oh yeah <laughs> sometimes i hide it well but no i really don't <laughs> when did you discover that you were this geek Oh, I don't know if I discovered or it's discovered me, really. No, I've been like this uh, forever. I mean, ever since I was a kid. I mean, I collected rocks. I even had a rock tumbler. I love to tumble rocks. That's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And I was really big on archaeology. I'm not sure if it was Indiana Jones or what, but I had a whole bunch of archaeological magazines that I would subscribe to and get in the mail. It was so exciting. Did they um, send you like little sample rocks? Um, I don't know, but <laughs> I had a lot of rocks. I got bookcases of rocks. <laughs> I remember collecting a whole bunch from Death Valley one year. That was fun. Um, and then I'd tumble them and then I'd have smooth rocks. <laughs> you knocked all that dirt off of them and they were <laughs> shiny and smooth. Yep. And um, I mean... Between that and reading constantly, it's all I do. I took sewing lessons as a kid because I thought that was super exciting and fun and <laughs> totally normal. Um, and then, I don't know, it's been on and on. I watched silent movies. I, on Sundays, I'd watch silent movies and make chocolate chip cookies in high school. I, My junior year of high school, I painted my room strawberry shortcake with dark and light pink stripes i swear to god it was a uh, six-year-old's dream room but i was 16 and it was still cool <laughs> when i was 16 i painted my groom lime green so <laughs> so i had this bright ass lime green room that people were like i don't get it and you know i used to tell my friends to come over and we turned the lights off and what they didn't realize what my parents didn't realize was i used to write messages on the wall and highlighter because uh, you couldn't see it on the lime green wall, but the minute you lit up a black light, <laughs> <laughs> all is- sorts of stuff was on the wall. So it was awesome. It was amazing. That's really cool. I didn't even know that was the thing. That's now I kind of want to do it. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I just it's been a constant thing. I've always been very geeky <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that no not at all i mean yeah that's that's been how i how i've been all my life so so you're into sewing you're into creating costumes and cosplay what what got you into creating costumes um i think i've been into it ever since i was a kid like halloween was one of my favorite things i'd always make my costumes i mean i'd make it uh, my friends and i would go to goodwill constantly and see what we can find there and come up with different costume ideas from stuff we found or just change things that we found and you know use it as a base and 
I've always like, I think I found a yellow jumpsuit one time and I turned it into an April nail costume for Halloween. No, actually that wasn't even Halloween. That was a Ninja Turtle party. That was something different, but it was still really cool. Um, <laughs> Cause this is what, these are the kind of parties we threw growing up. Um, <laughs> and- they sound a lot cooler than my parties. <laughs> I don't think I had any parties actually. <laughs> That I was, was deprived. I have a picture of that April O'Neil one too. But yeah, I uh, yellow jumpsuit. You gotta go old school April O'Neil too. I mean, you gotta have that full on yellow jumpsuit. And um, yeah, you know, I, I've always been to. We I had the movie theater. We did this uh, event that was like Shrek. So I made a whole Fiona costume. I even painted myself green. That was a fun one. Not really. <laughs> prom was that night and I couldn't get all the green paint off. <laughs> you were dancing on the dance floor. People were kind of looking at y'all weird and they were like, <laughs> I was oh, this is green. <laughs> yeah, it was normal. Um, <laughs> I don't like her when she's angry. <laughs> yep. Um, but I think that's the year I ended up getting my dress from Goodwill because I found this awesome dress. It was kind of like a, a Jessica Rabbit kind of thing and I ended up wearing that because why not? Um, yeah, but all, uh, every, yeah, every year I'd make my own costume for Halloween or something like that and just come up with my own idea and, and just go from there. So you kind of take outfits or costumes or characters and you kind of put your own little spin in them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the most part. Exactly. Yeah. Or try to well, go, I guess that's close to, but I like the, like, the costumes that are more like if I were to go more accurate with it, it'd be like as well that too, if I don't put my own spin on it. So more screen accurate. If you don't, if you don't give it your, give it your own touch. Exactly. What would you consider to be some of your favorite fandoms? So many, I mean, star Wars, we get my strawberry shortcake and my labyrinth and, um, Really, any sci-fi TV show. I love all the sci-fi. I've watched them all um, down to. Are you a Doctor Who fan? Oh, yes. <laughs> like, was X-Files. that X-Files? Question? No, just. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, I love Doctor Who, um, Battlestar Galactica, you know, SG1, all the, well, the whole universe, the all the Stargates, really. I mean, any sci-fi TV show, and I watched it. Firefly, Firefly was amazing. Um, Firefly was good. Too bad it ended, you know, know within right? fourteen episodes. Bummer. I mean, there's <laughs> even I know Disney bought it out, and know nothing's gonna happen. But you know, you, you hold that little hope. You just pretend like it is. Makes you feel a little you, warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> you know, I believe Joss Whedon did say that he's willing to come back to the franchise. Oh, that's good. That's awesome. I, but I, I don't know if anything's going to happen with it. But Yeah, I, it would be awesome. You know, they could just forget the movie happened. Um, <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, I can go on. Like, that's just a few of them. Game of Thrones. I mean, that's a... Epic show. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can go on forever. But I like, I really almost like everything out there right now. I don't really watch it all. All right, I have to ask, Star Trek or Star Wars? It's going to be Star Wars. I mean, and my whole kitchen is Star Wars. <laughs> Not that Star Trek is bad. I just, I, that's the only probably sci-fi show that I haven't actually watched are the uh, old, you know, the series or the movies, except for the new movies. And um, You haven't seen the new movies? I've seen the new movies and I've seen the new uh, series. But other oh. than that, I haven't seen the rest of them. Oh, really? So, yeah, that's the one thing. Well, see, I asked this question because it's like the original OG nerd question. Like, were you a Trek fan or were you a Wars fan? (laughs) So, Um, so if you grew up in my era, which, you know, you're, you're, you're not too much younger than me. um, You were one of the other camps. (laughs) Yeah. And it would always been Star Wars. I remember when I was a kid, you know. Star Wars are always, yeah, it would have to be Star Wars. Yeah. I don't think I even own anything Star Trek. <laughs> She's like looking around her house. What do I have that's Star Trek related? Nothing. It's all Star Wars. I have this TV guide. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, actually.
actually, I just got a bracelet in the mail that says live long and prosper. There you go. <laughs> your first a- trek item. You are on your way. <laughs> got something. <laughs> Switching step. gears back over to cosplay. <laughs> what type of characters have you created over the years? You said, uh, mentioned earlier, your April O'Neil and then you, you bought a prom dress to kind of remind you of Jessica Rabbit. But when you were creating your costumes, which, what characters do you try to focus on or what have you created? Um, you know, I try to go the ones I like. Like, I actually do have a, a Jessica Rabbit costume that's not completely finished, but I'm working, uh, finishing that one up. Uh, Strawberry Shortcake. That one's completely done. I've loved that one. That one actually started my junior year of high school. Um, I had a version of it, but it's different than the version I have now. But I love the one I have now. Definitely love that one. Miss um, Frizzle. I'm working on that one. Um, I have a Han Solo one that still needs some detail added to it. And those are probably really, yeah, April O'Neil, probably the ones that I have at least done. I mean, I do have the costumes that I've made that are original costumes, like uh, my Black Swan Crow costume that I wear for the Labyrinth or my post-apocalyptic costumes that I wear for uh, Wasteland. So. Now, I've seen your Strawberry Shortcake costume, and it's, you know, nothing short but amazing how long did it take you to create that you said you have like this is not the original one that you had in your junior year or it's like a modified one from your junior year oh, one it's a completely better one than the one i made my junior year junior year was more of like um i had found like the hat wasn't even the pink it was just something else that i had made um but then um and i had most of the kind of the cost in the same but it wasn't still like 80s detailed strawberry shortcake so i've gotten to the point where it literally looks like the 80s strawberry shortcake i mean that's the only way to go but i started it junior and then a couple years later i wanted to do it again so i actually made the hat exactly like her hat and i painted the strawberries on it and then this last like three or four years ago that's when i started getting back into it and actually making the rest of the costume the apron and everything down detailed down to the exact pair of shoes that she wears (laughs) and you you told me that this (laughs) yes i was getting ready to say that you said that this costume had a very unique feature that could be found on the original strawberry shortcake doll oh yeah i smell like strawberries you can smell me as soon as i walk by (laughs) absolutely yeah i smell exactly like strawberry shortcake that is the detail that is awesome Now, you just talked about you have two uh, two cosplays that you're currently working on, and you have another one, like a Han Solo, that needs some finishing touches on it. Are there any other future cosplays that you're planning on creating? Um, yeah, there's a few that I would, I think, eventually like to do. I do want to do some kind of like TARDIS one. I haven't decided exactly which direction I want to go there. Um, I would like to make a uh, Jared the Lab or David Bowie's uh goblin king costume that would be amazing one of my on my to-do list there's a few i mean i have i can go on i want to just continue and actually just not really stop and then just come up with anything that i like that i want to try to make and go from there really i can continuously name off and like i'm trying to think of all the other ones that i want to do too there's so many so you you have a bucket list or you're probably going to start one after this episode Oh yeah, probably. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna continuously work on different stuff that I can wear. Are you planning on attending any future conventions? I do. I do want to try. I know the Long Beach one's coming up, and I do want to try to get to that one. Um, I'm gonna make. I try really hard to get to that one here in September, and then I want to do the. I think the LA Comic Con's coming up too in October, and I'm gonna try to make it to that one as well. I mean, in between my other events, like I know for sure I'm going to Labyrinth and Wasteland, but I'm going to do that. And then, but definitely try to get to those two cons, at least this year. For those who might not know what Labyrinth and Wasteland is, uh, can you kind of explain what those two events are? Oh yeah. Labyrinth Masquerade. So it's this ball that goes, happens uh, two nights. I end up usually just going the one night, um, but it's uh, pretty much kind of based off of the movie, The Labyrinth. It's uh, Jared. Goblin can host this labyrinth. There's different uh, realms that they have, like the goblin realm, you know, the fairy realm, the uh, sirens. It's just, it, it's really amazing. And um, it's the costume event, or you can wear something uh, formal with the mask, but 
that's why it's considered a masquerade and it's it's a very fun event if you ever make it down there and there's so many different costumes down there i mean there's people dressed up as the tardis from doctor who there's some people dressed up wasteland like mad max there's people dressed up in different superheroes any different cosplay you can wear any cosplay there and actually fit in just fine um at the labyrinth and then the uh, wasteland's a four night a four day camp out actually in the desert it's a lot of people compare it to burning man but it's not quite the same it's it's a lot smaller and it's a lot more themed just to mad max post-apocalyptic and it's a lot better like it those are some of the best people i've met is act actually at Wasteland Weekend. I mean, it's kind of like a, a family, close-knit family of people who, you know, you feel safe there. It doesn't matter what happens and you're always going to be respected and everybody just kind of includes you into anything that, you know, you're doing there. So it's one of my favorite events. And since y'all are living like people from Mad Max, if anybody tries to come out there and do anything to y'all, they're going to have to deal with a bunch of people that have guns and <laughs> and, and, and crowbars and chainsaws. You wouldn't want to mess with them, but no. <laughs> Nobody quite like that. <laughs> no, it's a very fun event. And then there's the 80s prom too, but that's next year. And the 80s prom is basically just a, costume party where everybody dresses up as their favorite 80s characters no actually you just pretty much everybody just is in 80s clothes but there's a lot of people who do like uh do cosplay of 80s characters that they dress up and wear uh they go and it's like they have uh it's just literally dancing and then they have they play the 80s music videos with the songs and then like, you can actually take 80s prom pictures and it's it's pretty awesome and then they have an 80s cover band that comes and it's it's pretty awesome. It's pretty, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so that one's another fun one. That sounds like that would be an amazing time. It really is. Yeah. Well, how can our audience find out more about you, who you are, maybe see your cosplay? Um, well, right now I just have my personal accounts, but I am working on one of my own for just my cosplay, top shelf cosplay. It's kind of empty right now on Instagram, but I will be adding more pictures. I'll be adding pictures as I start progressing to more of these events and stuff and getting the pictures done. And awesome. So that's on Instagram, uh, top shelf underscore cosplay, right? Yes. Awesome. Well, what I wanted to kind of talk with you a little bit about tonight was just kind of like the geek culture, where it's going, where it's come from, just kind of hear your thoughts on some things. So, you know, one of the first things I want to ask is, you know, being a geek today, how do you compare that to when you were growing up? How, how is it different? Or do you feel like it might be the same? I felt, well, I definitely don't think it's the same, but I think even like when I was younger, I definitely think we were progressing more to where I think the geek culture is the more popular culture now. Um, I know I was talking to our coworker. I mean, he tells a story because he's like, I'm not a geek and that's actually a bad thing nowadays. Like, I don't know what some of these stuff and I'm like the unpopular one. It's different now that, you know, and I'm like, wait a second. You mean we're the cool kids? I know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're more of the cool kids. <laughs> I mean, with the, uh, everything that's coming out, I mean, it's all, I mean, most movies that are coming out are all, based off of stuff like that all the marvel movies the star wars everything like like that these are more in now i mean when i when, when i was growing up you know it, it was kind of not spoken of so like i love star wars i loved you know one of my other loves is transformers but when i went to school i kind of didn't tell people that no yeah <laughs> so you well, know people would be like what the hell is wrong with you Right. And nowadays, if somebody says they haven't seen Star Wars, they're like shunned. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I remember because, I mean, as an air traffic controller, um, like if you hadn't seen Top Gun, like that was that was the end of the world. You have to see Top Gun as an air, uh, air traffic controller. I don't know why it was a requirement, but. <laughs> so so do they show that in the air traffic control classes? <laughs> Like right. Top Gun 101, you need to watch the Tom Cruise film. <laughs> exactly. There is just something about it. <laughs> now, you know, they're coming out with a sequel to that, right? I know. I'm at that. I think it's going to be pretty awesome. 
Yeah. I can't believe Tom Cruise is going to still be in it, but yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm game to give it a shot. Yeah. And then Goose's son. <laughs> Why do you think the culture has become so mainstream nowadays? Um, you know what? That's a good question. I Probably because it's so in, it's so popular. Just, and they're making money off of stuff like that. So I think it's going to constantly going to end up, I think, being me- more mainstream than not at the moment. Well, do you think the like the movies has something to do with it? Like all the movies coming out, you know, the studios oh. are like, oh, wow, these make money. And do you think that's what's causing this to become mainstream? Oh, I think, yeah, that's probably a big part of the reason. Definitely. Um, I always feel like uh, movie genres kind of come in clumps like it seems like superhero movies are a big thing you know and then star wars and then you know back in the 80s it was all those high school love drama movies you know it just kind (laughs) of hey the breakfast club was pretty amazing huh i said the breakfast club was an amazing movie it was but i mean yeah i love it breakfast club uh pretty and pink 16 candles i mean they're all you know (laughs) such great movies but they're almost all kind of the same kind of way like where it just seems like those movies are the big ones and then you know years later it's something else that seems to be the fad well i always wondered what happened with hollywood because you know superhero movies have always been around for as long as cinema has been up on screen as far as i can tell i mean like in the 40s 30s i think um but it seems like starting in like 2005 2008 uh hollywood started taking these movies a little bit more seriously and didn't make them so much of a cartoon, but actually tried to make it a serious movie. And I think that's probably when everything started taking a turn. Mm -hmm. Wow. These properties actually are kind of interesting. People actually started going to the movie theaters and they started learning about characters like Iron Man or the incredible Hulk. And they're like, wow, these are actually interesting characters. Um, so, and I think that that actually helped bring our culture out into the mainstream. I mean, you know, Star Wars was always a phenomenon. Whenever Star Wars came out, droves of people always went out to go see it. But, you know, The Force Awakens, when that came out, oh my God, it's like that broke all sorts of records. Um, oh. Last Last Jedi didn't do so well, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right, I know. But it's kind of like that too. And then I think some movies come out like, even the labyrinth that did not do well when it first came out in the eighties, but now it's like this, you know, it's a cult classic. It is. It's a cult classic and it's actually very popular now. And so I think that's just kind of how it goes sometimes. So do you feel that this, this geek culture is going to be just a fad or do you, that will go away in a couple of years or do you think it's actually going to be here to stay forever? Um, I, I think it's going to be here to stay. I don't, I mean, I think maybe it may die down a bit, but I don't, I don't think so. I feel like it just keeps on building and building. There's always something, right. That you can geek over about or just get very excited over. Or everybody's different in what they actually really enjoy. I, I was talking to a friend the other day and, and my friend actually brought up, he goes, do you realize we're going to be the very first generation that when we go to a nursing home, that instead of sitting there playing chess or pinochle or whatever with our other elderly friends, we're actually going to be asking our elderly friends to play a game of Mario Kart or Goldeneye or something like that, because oh, yeah. that's the culture that we've grew up in. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. No, that's, that would be very true. So when he told me that, I was like, man, sign me up for a home. Right? <laughs> they have them, I'm there. <laughs> I am all about that. Yeah. Golden eye can... <laughs> so, so you think this culture is not going to go away? You think it's actually going to be here and it's it's here to stay pretty much? It's planted its foot? I think so. I mean, eventually maybe things will change. Maybe the younger generation might end up finding something else that might be the fad. But as long as I think a lot of us are still around, it will be pretty... If that makes sense. I don't even know if that made sense. but It made perfect sense. <laughs> It'll still be, it'll still be around and I think it'll still just be as popular. Well, what, if you had, if you had the ability to go to Hollywood right now and tell them to take a property that you love 
and turn it into a feature film or series that's never been made. What, what property do you think deserves that treatment? Uh, well, I do know the one that I do like, but it has been made in a movie, but it was a terrible movie. So I just pretend like it never really ever existed. Well, let's pretend like it never existed. Which one are we referring to? The Shadow. I don't know if it would actually really make a great, well, I don't know if the movie wasn't great though, that that one that they did make, but I love it. I love the old radio broadcasts and they do such a good job in those. I think they could actually turn it into a pretty good movie now. The one thing I never understood why they did this to this character, uh, you know, in the old comic books and stuff, they used to always draw him with this huge nose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, why would they do that? Right? Oh, yeah. He, he had a big schnoz. I don't know how he got that mask to cover his face. Yeah, I, you know. But, you know, he even has some, he's even in a Batman comic here and there, too. I mean, they talk about him being the first original detective, you know, and that's kind of how Batman kind of ended up coming off of. So it'd be good if you can add him in a Batman movie. <laughs> so you didn't like the original movie with what Baldwin was in it? One of the Baldwins? I don't know. I don't think it did justice. <laughs> so if you were to make that movie right now, who would you cast? Oh, I don't even know. Um, She's like, it's got to be Chris Hemsworth. I'm just playing. Yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> Any of the Chris's. Yeah. One of them would do it justice. No. <laughs> no. It needs to be somebody. Oh, no. I guess you can add some humor in it. It seems so dark and I don't know. Hmm. 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 That must be like the good, like, kind of done like the Christopher Nolan Batmans. Like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, oh, so you want it to be like realistic and dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, faux show. <laughs> of course. <laughs> is there any other way to do it? Well, I, mean, I think DC, DC is starting to learn now that, you know, dark isn't always necessarily the proper way to go. I mean. No, not at all. Not at all. But they did a good job with those Batmans, though. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. The the Nolan Batman's were not bad, um, but you know, some of their newer movies have not been all that great. Uh, but they are tr learning from their mistakes. It seems like. I mean, you've seen some of the trailers for like Shazam and Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, Aquaman. I hope. <laughs> uh, I think Jason Momoa will give it justice. I think so too. I won't lie. I didn't even think there was it would be possible to make Aquaman look that cool. So they did a good job. <laughs> uh, Shazam though is another one. I mean, when I saw that trailer, I was like, holy crap, they did it. They made big. Oh yeah. In a superhero film. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Uh, we'll see. I hope so. I wonder when ones are good. Yeah, Wonder Woman was good. They're getting ready to come out with a sequel to that, uh, which I, I think they're still going to try to keep it lighthearted, but it uh, takes place in the 80s. Uh huh. So that sounds like that's going to be something right up your alley. Oh, yeah. 80s. <laughs> Love the 80s. <laughs> so Shadow is one of the films. Is there anything else you would probably want to turn into film or, or, or TV series? Film or TV series. You know, I did. I know it was just a rumor and I know it was made up, but I really thought Netflix could do a good job with the Darth Maul TV series. I know it was just like a, a whole made up thing, but I still was like, that would actually be really good if Netflix got a hold of that and did that. <laughs> I, I think Darth Maul would be an excellent character to have his own series. I mean, we already know how he dies. I mean, have you watched any of the Star Wars cartoons? Uh, yeah, the uh, Clone Wars and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So like in Rebels, we get to finally see how he meets his fate. Mm -hmm. So we know when he dies. And we yeah. just, uh, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen Solo, but we see that at the end of Solo that he's in, you know, still around, you know, after the Clone Wars prior to Rebels. So there's a whole basically like a 10 year period that they can make some pretty decent movies with, with Darth Maul. Oh, yeah. Pretty, pretty much where they left off there, exactly how he survived. So, 
Yeah, I'm with you. That would be that would be an awesome series. I really thought like when I first when I thought it was a real thing, I was like, oh, that's going to be so amazing. But then, yeah, I got it really wasn't. But still. <laughs> OK, so we're about to talk some Star Wars. Got it. Um, so. <laughs> so, yeah, Darth Ma- Maul movie or series would be fantastic. I also think that they should make a you know, they have the comic books already, um, but I would really love to see the 19 year period between a new uh, revenge of the Sith and a new hope to where Darth Maul goes on a killing spree hunting down the Jedi. I think that would be an awesome series. Every episode, just a different Jedi that he's hunting down killing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That would be, I mean, maybe not every episode, maybe like story arcs or whatever, but you know, it would still be cool. (laughs) Keep it going. I mean, it would just be so awesome to have like him just hunting down the Jedi and like he finds out Obi-Wan's alive and you know, I, I just, Oh yeah. Let's see that. Definitely. That would be awesome. That would be that'd be really good. Why does he go from the freaking raging monster from, you know, Rogue One to the static slow slug that we see in A New Hope? Yeah. It's only like a several day period. So um <laughs> I mean, you know, I know why because the the original Star Wars saga was made back in the seventies and they were in their fifties and sixties when they were playing those characters, but continuity wise, it doesn't make sense. So it would just be cool to see some stuff like that. Just like explaining, like maybe he has new robotic parts and that's why he was walking all stiff. I don't know, but. Oh yeah, exactly. Just some backstory. Yeah. I agree. I think a lot of that would be pretty awesome if they went that route. All right, so I need to ask this. Original trilogy or prequel trilogy? Original. Definitely original. Do you at least like the prequels? Yeah, I, I don't mind them. I, I have nothing against them at all. Um, they're good. They're good. Um, actually, it took you that long to think of they're that good. Yeah, yeah, they're good. Well, I was just trying to see how I was going to phrase this. <laughs> No, um, they're good. I like them. I mean, the, the acting could have been better. That was really my only big thing. But um, it does have some cringeworthy moments with the acting. But <laughs> overall, I really, truly do love the prequels. Um, no, I, I really have no problem. I think I was having a conversation with somebody the other night about Star Wars, and that you know, everybody's always, you know, they either like this or they like that or they hate that. They can't stand that, you know. Star Wars well, fans ruin Star Wars. I mean, it just comes down to that. My thing is, if you're going to actually call yourself a Star Wars fan, you're going to have to take the good with the bad and just embrace it all. I That's agree. I was getting ready to say so, that the, the fans nowadays just more spit out the negative than they do the positive. And there's there's always some great things in all of it. I mean, you're go- you can always find something terrible if you really want to nitpick it that bad and be like, well, this was like this and I can't believe they did that. Or, well, this, I mean, they, they try to please you in one. It doesn't work. They try to please you in another. It doesn't work. And there's just obviously no pleasing some people, but exactly. You cannot exactly that, call yourself a star Wars fan. Then <laughs> That's been my whole argument about the new trilogy. It's like the first movie came out. Everybody was like, we hate this movie. It's exactly like a new hope. We want something different. Last Jedi comes out, which is completely different than any other Star Wars movie we've ever seen. And everybody's like, we don't like this movie because it's completely different and it's nothing like Star Wars. You all asked for that. Exactly. <laughs> so, and I mean, are you even really a Star Wars fan then? I mean, <laughs> if you're going to sit there and just hate on your fandom that you call yourself part of. I mean, I'm just happy to have Star Wars. I mean, I, I George Lucas was, he claimed he was done after uh, Revenge of the Sith. He said, okay. I'm done. He said he couldn't take the backlash and that, that was it. And I was like, we're not going to get any more Star Wars. I'm sad. Um, but then Disney bought it and they started cranking out movies again. So I was like, thank God. No, I was just reading. I didn't even actually realize Disney didn't own the rights to the New Hope. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Now that they got Fox, they have the distribution rights. They couldn't distribute the original uh, trilogy. Um, I think those were supposed to originally were supposed to expire in twenty nineteen. I think, or I can't remember the year, but it was it was supposed to be coming up. And then then they were the rights were going to revert to Disney. But 
that's why you haven't seen any new releases of the original trilogy mm-hmm. or the prequel trilogy, I think, for that matter. Yeah, I think so. But that's cool, though, to know that they got it now. <laughs> A little early. <laughs> so one question I have to ask since we're talking Star Wars, did Han really shoot first? Of course he did. <laughs> you don't believe he did? Well, I've seen it, but, you know, things have changed. <laughs> things have changed because he, <laughs> he added CGI and, like, changed it so it's different. <laughs> so do you think Disney's going to go back and change that since that? Apparently that is, like, a very sore spot with most original trilogy Star Wars fans. It is. It is. But I don't know with the whole solo movie and then him shooting first, learning to shoot first. I mean, they may. What did you think about Solo? I enjoyed it. I really did. I mean, at first it was a little weird to get into. Um, when I first, I was like, this is this is weird. But I really liked it, actually. I thought it was really good. They had so many little Easter eggs in there. They did so many, like, you know, things that actually went back to, like, the uh, original trilogy that they kind of, like, threw in there for you. And you're like, oh, wow, look at that. That's, you know, the outfit that, you know, Lando wears when he saves Han Solo from Java, you know? And then, like, <laughs> just different things like that. And it just, it was really cool. It was really I, cool. I truly love the movie. I, 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 people are going to kill me for saying this, but I, I think it's probably in my, one of my top three favorite Star Wars films. Right? I, I, and I was so disappointed that it, it didn't do as well and that they're, you know. Well, why do you think that is? Do you think that was because of the fans or do you think it's because they released the movie too quickly after the last one? Fans. <laughs> Those damn fans. Star Wars. <laughs> they can release another one now and I'd be so happy. No, I mean, it's like the, 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 the Disney streaming app is getting ready to come out and I'm like, okay, so I'm going to probably cancel Hulu to go ahead and afford to pay for that. Because I got to have Star Wars. Exactly. Because they're going yeah, to come out with uh, a new live action show on the streaming app. Oh, are they really? A new live action show and a new cartoon, Star Wars Resistance. Oh, that's awesome. But it's all going to be on that streaming app. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> but you can guarantee I'll be, I'll be, I'll be getting it. So. Yeah. And then all the Marvel movies will be there. There's going to be new Marvel shows, new all sorts of things. So I'm, I'm excited to see what that app's going to. Oh, what that app's going to do. It's like, you know, I never thought I would say this when I was younger. I loved the Disney parks and everything, but I never considered myself a Disney kid. Uh-huh. But now that Disney owns other things that I love, <laughs> you know, it started off when I was younger. They bought the Muppets. I love the Muppets. I was obsessed oh, yeah. with the that's Muppets. Not, I mean, but then I got, I love Labyrinth and that's Jim Hansen. So yeah. Yep. So out of everything that I've ever loved, the Muppets, Star Wars, Marvel, it's like they're starting to own it all. If they buy Transformers, I'll be in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I, but I've always loved Disney. I mean, since I was a kid. So and this gets better and better. <laughs> uh, if you had to choose a favorite Star Wars film, what do you think your favorite film is? Empire Strikes Back. I figured you were going to say that. Because <laughs> um, you're an original trilogy person, and everybody who loves the original trilogies loves Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, one of the I best. mean, yeah, it's probably the most perfect film ever made. But, I mean, if we want to go to the new ones, Rogue One was really well done. Really liked Rogue One. The one thing that impressed me the most about Rogue One was how almost flawlessly it flows into a new hope they did a really good job transitioning into the new the the old film so also threw a whole bunch of stuff in there that kind of you know started into the new uh trilogy that they're coming out with too yeah but yeah i mean if 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 i had to rate my top three films it would definitely be empire and people are going to kill me for saying this but revenge of the sith is actually my second favorite film (laughs) I really love Revenge of the Sith. No, yes, it has cheesy lines and all that stuff, but I really love that film. <laughs> it's a good one, though. I mean, yeah. And 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 I think Han Solo is probably my my number three spot. Uh, the oh, Solo film. I'm sorry, not Han Solo, but Solo. It oh was, yeah, it would be up there. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was just. Um, yeah. Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. Goodness, he did such a great job. Such a great job. 
I was so excited. <laughs> I mean, the minute you hear him talking, oh yeah, it's like, is that Billy D. Williams? And then like they show, you know, Donald Glover sitting there chilling. I'm like, dude, he is pulling off Billy D. Williams. He is channeling his inner Billy D. <laughs> it's <laughs> It was so good. He was did such a great job. It was yeah, I loved it. And I I loved how they had Han and Chewbacca meet. I mean that was awesome too. So I think there's just so many good things in that movie. Yeah, like the the first time we've ever seen Wookiee being spoken by a human and actually being translated on film. Yeah. So which reminds me, have you ever seen Star Wars: The Holiday Special? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So I watch it every year for Christmas. Uh, is that really what you watch for Christmas? I really do. I've watched it now for the last four years. I don't know why I do it because I really am. It's starting to grate on my nerves, but I do it because it's a tradition now. Um, so why do you think they made a movie that was an hour long with Wookiees that talk to each other that you didn't understand? I don't know. I had, I struggled. I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, so you haven't made it through the whole thing yet? No, I did. I might have skipped a little bit here and there. <laughs> it's a really good story. And then at the very end, you know, we get to hear Carrie Fisher sing. Yeah, I, I heard, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and the, <laughs> this is like going completely random, but, you know, we see Mark Hamill in that, in that film. And, oh. uh, I don't know if you noticed the amount of makeup that they plastered onto his face. Yeah, because he got in that car accident. So that's why they wrote in the whole uh, scene there in the beginning of Empire. I remember when when I first saw the special, I was like, what is wrong with Luke? <laughs> <laughs> He's seen better days. He had to be in a Christmas special. <laughs> All that paint on his face. I was like, holy crap, dude. <laughs> And then there's this there's this scene at the end when uh, Carrie Fisher's singing and they're all like in the little line and they're all supposed to be looking at each other lovingly. And you see Harrison Ford looking around going, this is where my career ends. Oh, yeah. That's probably why he ended up hating his character as Han Solo, is having to be in that Christmas special. <laughs> why did I agree to do this? Uh. It's in your contract, Harrison. No, it isn't. No. <laughs> You need to kill this character off. Right. Just, just kill me now. <laughs> so uh, besides Labyrinth and Star Wars, what other favorite films do you have? Have you seen uh, Infinity War? Oh, yes. So uh, what were your thoughts on them killing off half the Marvel Universe? Right. <laughs> it was okay because I, I, I know they're going to be back. <laughs> you think they're going to be back? I hope so, yeah. No, I mean it was it was it was it was crazy. That's for sure. I mean, some of it's even heartbreaking. I know, um, what is it, Tom uh, Spider Man? He ad libbed most of that scene when he was gonna disappear, and that was really heart wrenching. Uh, I don't want to go. Like Groot, when Groot, he's like, "I am Groot," and he says it means like father, you know. And I was, you're like, ah. <laughs> Yeah, he's like he's like dad question mark. Yeah, and then he disappears, and you're just like, what? It's like no. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know my friend, and he was definitely very. He was crying. It was really such a good movie. I mean, I I, I was impressed with how awesome that film was. Oh yeah. It was really good. It was really, really good. I'm excited to see the next one. Oh, yeah. Me, me too. I mean, I, I'm trying not to spoil myself, even though I don't think there's a lot of spoilers out there because, you know, I don't think people are that good at sleuthing what Marvel's doing. No. I mean, if it's going to go off, then, like, I think with the comic or whatever they have, like, who's actually supposed to, then you kind of know what's going to happen, but not too much. But I'm just kind of excited to see who they're going to introduce in this next film because you know there's you know we're going to see Captain Marvel for sure, but what other new characters are we going to see? Yeah, because this is probably going to springboard you know all the new movies that are coming out. Mm -hmm. So that's that's what I'm excited about. 
Oh, me too. It's 10 years, years, 22 films. Ah, so many. That's what I'm saying. It's not going to go anywhere <laughs> in quite a while. <laughs> It'll be here forever. She's like, it is here to stay. It really is. It really is. Really good. Well, awesome. Yeah. Well, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap up this episode? Do you have any final thoughts before we? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What? No, the Boba Fett movie. I, they better do that one too. Oh yeah, definitely Boba Fett. Boba Fett, definitely. I'll be happy. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what happened here. It's like your audio track like stopped for a whole second, and it's like it's regrowing. <laughs> so. Regrowing. <laughs> I don't know what it did, so I'm going to have to listen to this when we're done and see what what the hell just happened. And I don't even see the little mic, the little the little things at the bottom that tell me like how long of an MP3 file it is anymore. Um, I, I was just saying, what you, I don't know. What are you looking at? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, you, you don't. You're, you're not seeing that on your screen. Yeah. But all right, let's start back over with the Boba Fett movie. So sorry. You said you wanted to see, go ahead and. <laughs> no, I, I was just saying that um, they have to make the Boba Fett movie and then they have to make the Obi-Wan movie, you know, they have to do it. I would love to see an Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi movie. Oh yeah. See, he's another one of those guys, you know, Vader, 19 years. What the hell did he do? Well, what the hell did Obi-Wan do for 19 years on a desert planet? Why did he get so old? Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> He was on a desert planet. <laughs> yeah, the sun did wonders to his hair and skin. <laughs> that dry heat and the sand. I mean, come on. It's over. <laughs> so, somebody who lives in the desert. <laughs> so do you think do you think Ray is related to Obi-Wan Kenobi? I'd be interesting to see. It'd definitely be interesting. I'm curious. I, I am curious to see if that that is the possibility, but you don't really know what happens to Obi-Wan in those years so yeah i mean he could have found himself a, a nice woman to settle down with she probably got murdered because <laughs> that always happens in star wars <laughs> just can't die peacefully <laughs> it wouldn't make for a good tragic backstory <laughs> obi-wan just goes crazy and like kills a bunch of sand people and says i hate sand oh wait that was that was the prequels never mind uh, yeah, I, I would be very excited to see an Obi Wan movie, and you know, I would be excited also to see the Darth Maul. I'm sorry, not Darth Maul, but Boba Fett movie oh, yeah, too. But Darth Maul too. Yeah, Darth Maul definitely, but Darth Maul needs to be a TV series, like we said earlier. Oh yeah, but I mean, if he is in, if they are going to make an Obi Wan movie, then Darth Maul will be in it. I mean, well, will he? We've already seen him die. You think they'll show him die again? I would think so i mean you're gonna probably start it where it kind of left off with the prequels and then where it kind of starts with the originals right so everything in between possibly or a part of something in between and isn't that technically what happens to darth maul anyways well i don't i don't think darth maul found out that obi-wan was still alive until he him and mezra uh took a look at that holocron yeah I'm like going, I'm going deep now. Final death. Like that's where he dies by Obi. Yeah. He gets, right? yeah. Obi-Wan kills him on Tatooine. Mm-hmm. So Which, I'm just saying, if you're going to bring him back into this whole thing, couldn't you tie in the solo movies with Boba Fett and um, Obi-Wan? Oh yeah, for sure. You probably could tie them all in together. Yeah. But, but then don't you think that would be bringing it all too close to home? Cause like, then did they really find Han Solo by luck or now they had a connection to Han Solo. So that's how they knew to find him in Tatooine. Possibly. So I don't know. It would put a whole new unique spin on the original movie. Oh, what? And I think that's one of the reasons why I like these, these prequels and these new movies that are coming out because it changes things in the original movies that you're like, Oh, well, I never really thought about it that way. Or, you know, so I don't know. 
It'd be interesting. It would be. I'm, I'm, I would be curious where they take it. I mean, there's different ways and, but yeah, they should, they need to do it. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Did he die at the end of the last Jedi? No, well, not really. Well, there's a lot of people thinking or speculating that he's actually not dead, that he's going to come back as a regular person in the next movie. A regular person? Yeah, like not not a force ghost. (laughs) Obi-Wan, Yoda, kind of, they found. (laughs) That's what I feel like happened. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in the camp that he died and he's a force ghost. Exactly. But there's some people that are holding out hope that, uh, that uh, J.J. Abrams is going to reverse what uh, Ryan Johnson did because they didn't get to see their Jedi Master in, in action. Okay. Again, Star Wars fans just not liking Star Wars. I don't yeah. understand how you can call yourself a fan if you don't like what you consider yourself a fan of. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm the same way. I'm like, you may, maybe it's not what you would have chosen or what you kind of agree with, but your fandom so i mean me as a transformer fan i'm stuck with the michael bay crap but i I accept it (laughs) it's crap but i accept it i mean i I accept the first movie the other four i i just can't watch the new bumblebee movie coming out though looks awesome oh yeah actually it does look really cool so yeah i'm curious to see where that goes too well, this episode went all over the place, and I'm very excited for people to get ready to listen to this. <laughs> it really did. Like we we kind of followed your questions, but sorry. <laughs> oh, we answered all of them, which was really good. <laughs> no, it was awesome. It was it was, little, it was really cool. Well, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap this up? No, I I think I let all my final thoughts out there. She's like, I'm thinking, do I have anything else to cover? My Little Pony. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the Temple of Geek podcast. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to hit us up on Facebook or Twitter by using the handle Temple of Geek. Do you want to check out some of our other episodes or shows? Why don't you head over to templeofgeek.com? There you'll find all sorts of content that pertains to the world of geek. Thank you for joining us on this episode. I've been Daniel. And we'll see you next time. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.